Come here. Get off. Welcome to this week's episode of The Turn On. So this week we're going to take a bit of a walk down memory lane and have story time. Story time. (laughs) Is that our story time song now? Maybe. Maybe not. I might not be able to remember the melody next time, but okay. (laughs) That works too. So we were interviewing somebody recently and they were talking about how great their mom was in terms of like having conversations about sex like Mm -hmm. they might ask a crazy question or you know a question that felt like it came out of left field and you know they were like my mom just kind of took a a deep breath and answered the question (laughs) when it was a little you know difficult and it got me thinking about what conversations we may have had Mm -hmm. I feel like at least I know on my end they weren't quite what she was describing yeah I was about to say this is gonna be a short ass episode because I ain't got shit to say we just acted like it didn't happen so yeah so I I have two conversations okay um that stand out so I'll start you know I'm from Ohio you know we'll do a sandwich yours mine yours okay okay cool and pretty much everything that I learned about sex, like in terms of sex education, was at school. There was no talk, you know, at home. I was raised by my dad. He definitely wasn't touching that shit. So my school had sex ed in the fifth grade. And so um, half of the year we did sex ed. This white woman came in and taught us how to put condoms on bananas, which I feel like is the standard thing, but that's exactly what happened. And we had like a little box where you could put an anonymous question that she would answer. And that's all I remember about the class. <laughs> and then the other half, we were in there. So it was don't have sex because you might get pregnant and don't sex, do drugs, drugs you might and die. <laughs> recorders. <laughs> yeah, like that was it. Um, but so I, I truly believe that my father, his whole thing was just leave it to school to teach her. And so we never had questions or conversations. I never asked questions. If I wanted to know something, I got a book out of the library because I've always been this person. And that was really it. So I can only remember one time my dad saying something about sex. And in the moment I was grossed out and I'm still grossed out. It's still <laughs> disgusting to me. Um, yeah. So we were at the movies oh, with some family friends and uh, this is so gross. So there was pop. Everybody had popcorn. Mm-hmm. And. I'm trying to remember exactly how this happened, but somebody was complaining about having popcorn stuck between their teeth. It's before the movie started. Mm-hmm. And my dad said something to the effect of it being like when you get hair stuck between your teeth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
for two reasons. One is your daddy with thin hair. Between right. <laughs> so I was fucking mortified because I did understand what he was saying. I think I was in the eighth grade. And I remember that the family friend was like, yo, like, Karen is right here. And he was like, I mean, she has sex there. She know. And I just, I tried to like keep my my face impassive because it wasn't a conversation that I wanted to be in. So I just decided to play dumb and act like I knew nothing about what was happening next to me. Like I didn't hear it? <laughs> yeah, like it'll go away if I just pretend that it's not happening here. Exactly. Yeah, that face is, is what that memory does to my brain. But it is, as far as I can remember, the only conversation I've ever actually had with one with my dad because I have one more conversation about sex until years later when I told him that I had an abortion but that wasn't really about sex so much about sanity Bitch, that was like this decade yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> I was firmly in my 30s <laughs> yeah so that's that's my first story about <laughs> talking about sex <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. So what's interesting is like my family kind of kept it just, we didn't talk about it and we glossed over it. Mm. But the older I get, the more open my family is. Like my granny would talk about it, not from a like an educational, but from like a, let me tell you what I heard these freaking white women do. That kind <laughs> <Right>. of <story. laughs> She told me that um, Donald Trump, uh, the reason that Russia had all that on Donald Trump was because they got pictures of white uh, a white women shitting on his chest. Where so she, she found had this it out, wrong. <laughs> where she found this out, I don't know. But anyway, so um, sorry I have the hiccups. So we really never had lots of conversations about sex. Like as a kid, sex was just unheard of in my home. I do even remember, though it was a whole bunch of y'all niggas. Hey, where y'all come from? <laughs> exactly. So I do remember um once my great grandma died, little granny. Little granny died and everybody went there to clear out her house. That process has me so scarred about like if I die, can we just light a match? Okay? Remember you remember you t- was that when you text me and was like, "Bitch, here's my password." <laughs> no, that was, that was, I think that maybe that, no, I was, it wasn't that. No, this is when great okay. granny died. Like this was when I was a kid, kid. Oh, okay. So little granny died and they were up cleaning her house and she had this little, they found her old school douche, the thing with the hose, right? And then they found these playing cards with like naked people on them. Oh. And I remember my oh, aunts like giggling and st- stuff like, ooh, Granny was, you know, into stuff. And so, like, that's the only thing that we've talked about. But now that I look back on it, my mother dated this guy all through high school. Same guy all through high school. And she got pregnant, I want to say her senior year. Mm-hmm. And the baby was born prematurely and didn't survive. Like, mm-hmm. it was some 1970 shit. I'm convinced if the baby was born today, I'd have a big sibling. Yeah. Um. So I think maybe we kept those conversations quiet because 
they were like, your mama did it, so let's not let you do it. Mm. But, yeah. So they thought that if we didn't talk about it, it wouldn't happen? Yeah, which I'm like, no, you're going to know that you're going to know all of it. Every yeah. bit of it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, And again, like, when I die, just, I'm clear, I'm open about my chest of shit. So just. You want to say everybody already knows. Yeah. This show has about to say, ruined any type of privacy around. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> Maybe like, oh, she, she mentioned that in episode 10. Yeah. Right. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. So what else do you have? Uh, okay. I feel like I'm going to be afraid of this one. No, 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 no. I don't think so. That one was scarring. This one is funny in hindsight, but mortifying at the time. So, you know, everyone knows Judy Bloom's Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Margaret. Mm-hmm. And I had it and I read all of you. I've read all of everything. And I think I've said on this show before, I was reading things that were inappropriate for me forever. Like mm-hmm. in the third grade, I was taking Daniel Steele books out of the library and reading them because nobody was paying me any fucking attention. I read mm-hmm. all of V.C. Andrews in the third grade, second grade, mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah, I was a voracious reader. I was a very good reader, and I was reading everything, and nobody was paying me any fucking attention. They, I think they were just glad I was reading. It wasn't even mm-hmm. like I was hiding the shit. It had her yeah. whole ass face on the back of every copy. Um, and But I did read age-appropriate things, but this book that I'm about to mention was not that. Are you So Are You There, Goddess Me, Margaret? is probably about fourth, fifth grade, maybe, is mm-hmm. what it, because it talks about puberty and you know it stars margaret who wants to get her period and she does we must we must we must must increase increase our dust the bigger the better the tighter the sweater the boys the boys the boys are one us or some shit and um but so a lot of people don't know that there was a boy companion book that was all about puberty from the point of view of little people who identified as boys and it's called Then Again, Maybe I Won't. And I was trying to remember what it was called today, like on my way home driving from acupuncture. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this book called? I remember the cover, but can't remember what it was called, but I got it. And so, you know, as I always say, I was raised by my dad, but I would occasionally, when I was younger, visit my mom. And there was a weekend where I was visiting her, and I remember she was in the kitchen cooking. And I came running into the kitchen, like dying laughing, like Mm -hmm. holding my stomach, doubled over. Oh, my God, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And my mother is like, what? And I'm like, this boy in this book. (laughs) She's like, "Okay." I'm like, he just had a wet dream. (laughs) Now. I was probably like seven. I think I read this in the second grade. My mother looked like a deer. (laughs) I just talked to her too. I'm sure she doesn't remember this at all. It's like a deer caught in fucking headlights. Mm -hmm. Like she had no idea what she was supposed to say to me about this. And I thought it was hilarious. And she was like, well... What's a wet dream? <laughs> that's, what, I, <laughs> that's how you know a parent don't know what the fuck to say when they're like, so let me ask, what do you think this is? <laughs> exactly. And I was like, he was sleeping and he had a dream 
And then some stuff came out and it was wet and it was a dream. And she was like, okay. <laughs> she was like, why is it funny? I was like, because it's funny in the book. And she was like, all right. <laughs> and I went back to my book and kept on reading. There was no engagement around. <laughs> you know what? That reminds me of another story. Hey, now, good, good, good. Okay, so I so, remember yeah. in middle school, I don't, again, Midwest, you're black or white, right? Like race is literally like. We have Puerto Ricans on the West side. That's no, my we cousin, had my Puerto black Rican or white. There the was one side. guy. He was Latinx. I don't know if he was Puerto Rican, but his last name was De Jesus. We called him De Jesus. His last name was De Jesus, right? Like. <laughs> So oh I forgot the boy's name, Boy to Jesus. There was a rumor around the school that he was having, he had sex with a girl and he peed in her. Oh, God. <laughs> so, right? <laughs> so I remember going home and I don't remember. I remember talking to my mom like, Mama. <laughs> Seriously, Mama. This boy was having sex with this girl and he peed in her. Mama oh said, God. Y'all little dumb motherfuckers don't even know what you're talking about. That ain't even possible. <laughs> <laughs> and I just scurried off. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, I got I feel like so much of like of their lives were made easier by us just walking away. <laughs> Right, like she probably like called her girlfriend. Like I can't believe, but then she just walked off. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, you know what? All right, girl. Like you call me dumb, I'm gone. Fine. And she was right, but I was like, so he can't pee in her. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's sad though, or is it that that's the extent of the conversations that we had? I think we're doing different with our children. Definitely trying to do different with our kids. I mean, and like, I still nut up when I try to, like, when I have to talk to my son about stuff, I take a deep breath. Well, he don't like to ask me. (laughs) Let's be clear about that. Like, (laughs) yeah, he's very, he's like, I'm not discussing this with you. Um, But he does have lots of men in his life. Who he feels comfortable. feels comfortable talking about this stuff too. But yeah, this is, you're going to know way too much. Even if at some point I got to like <laughs> sit you down, tape your eyes open and keep you from plugging your ears with cotton. Oh Lord, we haven't gotten there yet. So it's more like laying groundwork, right? So we have lots of conversations about consent and autonomy and one other thing. Oh, and gender expression and gender Mm -hmm. identity and that kind of stuff like that's really as far as we have gotten she's about to be 10 and you know periods and puberty and all of that kind of stuff and you know body stuff but we haven't made that leap yet because well uh, it's probably um, coming (laughs) it's probably a conversation to have very soon but I was talking to my son's therapist about this like, I was like, he ain't trying to talk to me about it. She was like, he's not really interested. We've talked about it. He told me that some kids were having oral sex in the playground or in the playground. Cause you know, they have the middle school and the elementary yeah. school. So the middle schoolers were like having oral sex and he was just freaked out about it. 
And this isn't wow. like I remember one of our good friends. This is when who, school was still open, or oh wait, he's back, right? Uh uh-uh, uh, he's not back. But this was oh, when okay. school was open. Wow. Like so, but one of our good friends had the same situation where her kid was like, "Why do you put your mouth on it?" <laughs> because <laughs> oral sex. Was, I was like, "Wow, y'all are like real advanced." I mean, back. When we were that age, it wasn't a conversation. I remember there was a girl and the whole conversation was that she let somebody finger her. Of course, it was about her letting somebody do it to her and not the little person who did it to her. But okay, patriarchy. Um, But oral wasn't even, it was still really taboo when we were. Yeah, I was introduced to oral sex when the demon who shall not be named dropped 12 play. (laughs) And uh, right, I was yeah. like, they put yeah. their mouth on it, and now I'm like, oh yes, yes. See, they I don't do even think I realized. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That was my first exposure, but I don't. I don't. Oh, I didn't know, if know I exactly that it was happening. What? Yeah. Sorry. I didn't know that that's what was going on, except I went to one of my girlfriend's cousins' sleepovers. And they were like high school kids. And so they knew what was going on. And they had the boys come over and the boys was like dancing. And it was like <laughs> acting like that they were doing it. And I was like, what? And so when the boys wow. left, me and my girl was like, look, they kept putting their face down there. We need to understand what's happening. So you got an education. Not a lot because they didn't know what the fuck. They was just like, yeah, they licked down there. I mean, it was like yeah, yeah. The very one-on-one, very remedial class. But yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, hey, that's our uh, story time of <laughs> talking to our elders about sex. We love so to please, hear. Uh, um, maybe we can. Yeah, maybe we can do a dispatch on it or something. Like if you if you yeah, got a good story, call us and tell us. We can run that at some point, or just email us or hit us up in our socials but yeah yes dm us or email us at the turn on podcast at gmail.com and uh we'll run you we maybe we can even get some audio from you depending on how intriguing your story is yeah awesome. yes indeed mm-hmm. all righty well that wraps up this quickie so this is erica and killer two hoes making, making it fun. clap okay. <laughs> This episode was produced by us, Kenry and Erica, and edited by Ballistic. The theme music is from Brazy. Hit subscribe right now on your favorite podcast app and at youtube.com slash the turn on podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Then follow us on Twitter at the turn on pod and Instagram at the turn on podcast. And you can find links to books, transcripts, guest info, what's turning us on, and other fun stuff at theturnonpodcast.com. And don't forget to email us at theturnonpodcast at gmail.com with your book recommendations and your pressing sex and related questions. And you can support the show by leaving us a five-star review, buying some merch, or becoming a patron of the show. Just head to theturnonpodcast.com to make that happen. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Holla.